folks. It's Wednesday, December 1st, 2021. Coming up on the program today, dead baby skin shoes are back in fashion. Plus, the Thousand Pound Sisters are unsurprisingly fatter than ever. Releasing cow farts by ripping a hole in its stomach. And mayonnaise monkeys, plantation barbies, and other derogatory names for white people. Dead baby skin shoes. Yeah. I'm not going to fight for my country. I just want to smoke my weed, man. Are you on the internet? Isn't that for techno geeks with spreadsheets? I'm a sucker for other people's pain. She is a fat cunt. Yes, Tim Henson back here with you for the Wednesday show. Got a great podcast for you. I'm in a good mood because some of my favorite TV shows are back. Namely, Thousand Pound Sisters. Ah, yes, the Slayton sisters, Amy and Tammy. This season sees Tammy, the big one. She makes up the bulk of the Thousand Pound sisters. Amy was able to lose some weight, get the gastric bypass surgery. She's still fat, but like normal fat, like American fat. You see these people at Walmart all the time, you don't blink an eye. Tammy, on the other hand, is still circus freak fat. She's a couple quarter pounders away from getting to the point where they're going to have to cut additional holes in the wall to get her out. The San Diego Zoo is on speed dial because they've got one of those animal cranes, you know, when they've got to move elephants or something because they're sick or dying or whatever. All right. So uh, what was I saying? Yes. This season sees Tammy losing weight. And like, you just know it's the first episode of the season. That weight loss ain't going to stick. There's definitely going to be a sad story arc here. You know Tammy's in trouble because she's got those oxygen tubes permanently stuck in her nose. And she still doesn't really take this weight loss thing seriously. She's in rehab because they forced her. Again, you know how this is all going to play out. And I have a bunch of clips from various episodes. And you can just sort of see the progression or regression in this case. Here Tammy is in rehab. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Today's my eight-week weigh-in. When you get on it and stand, just drop your arms. Yeah, I'm nervous. Let's do it. When I got here, I weighed 689 pounds. Almost 700 pounds. She's been in rehab for, what, eight weeks? I will not be impressed unless she loses at least a couple hundred pounds. I mean, she takes a healthy bowel movement. She's down 40. 
She's that big. So I got to see some numbers here, man. Dr. Smith wants me to lose 100 pounds while I'm here. I work so hard, and I just don't know if it's going to pay off. She's down to 631. So she's lost about 60 pounds after eight weeks. Now, for a normal person, that would be really good. Almost dangerously good, right? For Tammy, though, I'm, I'm like... She didn't put in the work here. 31.3. How do you feel about that? Okay. That's a lot. It is a lot. It is. Still doesn't change the fact she needs a walker to just take one step to get on the scale. And she's out of breath. Meanwhile, she's like, okay, I'm done with rehab. I want to go home now. Honestly, I didn't think I could get that much off. Think about it. This heifer is in lockdown. Right? She's basically a prisoner. She, she can't order food. She has to eat whatever is given to her by the hospital staff. So, yeah, you're going to lose weight. And no, 60 pounds is not impressive. I can conquer the world. Listen to the optimism in her voice. Now let's crush her spirit. The problem with Tammy is she gets a little bit of success and then she like throws her goals out the window. The goal was to lose 100 pounds. And she's like, I did it. I lost 60. That's good enough for me. I'm supposed to lose 100 pounds. But 60 is a great start. I've been here long enough. I've seen what to do. I just got to do it. So she leaves rehab. That proves to be a bad idea. She gets home and her sister Amy is there to greet her. Amy, does Tammy look like she's lost some weight? I can't really tell. Wow, that was brutal. Honest, but brutal. Guys, it's okay. Uh, Amy here has an excuse. She's blind now, I guess. With my blindness. If she loses a lot, lot, like over 300, I could probably tell. I guess maybe she's just legally blind. She sees Tammy as just a giant blob. Don't feel bad. We all do. I just hope that she will do what she needs to do. My heart is telling me that she's going to go back on the way she was. But my head is telling me, try to be optimistic. This is almost like watching a TV series based on that inbred family we featured not long ago. You know, like the real inbreds who like could only bark. Like that's how he communicates. We're just a few degrees north of that. In defense of Amy, though, I am um, not optimistic either. Amy did get Tammy a welcome home present. And as Tammy is unwrapping, we hear uh, a little bit about why she got this present. Tammy can't use the kitchen stove because the knobs are so far away and her belly gets in between her and the stove. Is that not the ultimate irony? We got this big fat woman who the only thing she wants to do is eat, make food and eat. But she's so fat, she can't get to the knobs of the stove. Let's see what Amy got. It's got to be like a hot plate type situation, right? So I gave Tammy this cooktop and this table so she can be independent. And I ain't got to do it for her. We know that you have issues with the oven and the stove. (laughs) Can you imagine? I I never would have thought about that in a million years. Like a fat person can't reach the knobs on the stove. Can't reach over it. Your so we got it to help you be more independent. By the way, if you don't remember, the guy talking like this is uh, Tammy and Amy's brother, who is also fat. Like none of these people have any right to be giving Tammy dieting advice. It just so happens 
even at 300 or 400 pounds, that's still a fraction of what Tammy weighs. So in comparison, yeah, they're svelte. Amy, in her infinite wisdom, decided that uh, Tammy is going to need a nurse, like a full-time nurse to help out. So they start interviewing potential candidates, and I, I think they scare most of the nurses away. I walked in on a dead person that farted. This is during the interview process. Well, I don't like I've seen that. <laughs> How do you feel about Amy farting all the time? And Tammy burping all the time. <laughs> now, this is another nursing candidate. And maybe a little bit of diarrhea. Ew! <laughs> well, you just mean you just intentionally just walk and poop? No. Is that what you're saying? No, it just comes out sometimes. sometimes. Or it just come out. And sometimes it's not even a warning. She just lifts her leg. And just like poop. Dog. Yeah. They also bring up the pooping thing with the third uh, nurse they're interviewing, which I guess is good. She needs to be warned. Well, <laughs> let's not do that. <laughs> She's a nurse, but she doesn't want to be shitted on. Also, you know, Tammy has been home a few weeks now from uh, the rehab and she got herself a new boyfriend, but we're not sure if he's a good influence. He might be another chubby chaser. I've been hearing some girl. If it's about bo- my boyfriend, then y'all can leave it alone. I don't want to hear none of it. Well, I got concerns that I'm going to express. Well, I heard he likes them BBWs. You going to stay fat for him, Tammy? My biggest concern is, Tammy, when you come home from the facility, you had a fire to lose weight. Yeah. I still do. Even though he said if you get under 300, he's out of here. He never said that to me. He never said that to you, but he's put it on social media. I know exactly what he puts on social media. I just want to gently remind you guys, she's 630 pounds right now. He don't want me to get under 300, but... Are you okay with him working out of your life if you're under 300 pounds? I mean, I know we're all concerned for Tammy, but Jesus Christ, this guy sounds like he's on his deathbed. Life if you're under 300 pounds? Yeah. I guess I'll have to wait until we get there. I don't typically agree with Tammy on uh, much regarding her life, but in this case, she certainly has a point. Her boyfriend may have said something about not wanting to be with a woman who's under 300 pounds. We have got a long way to go before that becomes an issue. You know what I mean? We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. If we get to it. That brings me to the last clip here. I think most of you will probably guess where this is going. Today, I'm just going to, like, update y'all, like, how my weight loss is going and... I don't even think we should call it weight loss at this point. Unfortunately, I had put on a bunch of weight. No! Who could have seen that coming? I had reached my goal at 550. And oh, wow, so she did lose quite a bit of weight. She, she was down to 550. I'm back up to 596. And she's now back on an upswing. It couldn't come at a worse time because she's got an appointment with her doctor. You know, the one that would approve her for the uh, weight loss surgery. So uh, let's see how that goes. She's going to get on the scale here at the doctor's office. All right, 595. Tammy's gained nearly all the weight back that she had gotten off. So we are literally starting all over from scratch with her. Oh, my God. How exhausting for this doctor. He is certainly feeling it because I'm pretty sure he drops Tammy as a patient. I've done the best that I can do. I've given Tammy multiple chances, but at this point, something has to change. It's clear that I just can't keep her as a patient. And that is your Thousand Pound Sister mid-season update. You're now caught up. I love this show because you can tune in at any time and 
nothing's changed. I stopped watching two years ago when Tammy was fat and trying to lose weight. Now, three seasons later, Tammy's fat and trying to lose weight. You can really just sort of drop in at any point and, and watch the show and you, you're up to speed, basically. All right, let's move on. Haley's Comet shared a video of a very interesting device. This is for bloated cows. You know, everyone talks about how, uh, you know, cows farting produces a lot of methane. Well, sometimes uh, the cows get backed up. They can't shit it out. Or in this case, farted out. In those instances, something called a trocar is used. This basically just looks like a, um, a plastic pipe that you jam inside of the cow. You pierce its skin. You, you jam it into its stomach. And then there's like a little valve that's sticking out. And you turn the valve and all the gas that's inside of the cow just sort of comes out. Psst. Here's a good example of uh, someone using the trocow. Uh, here there's a steer that's bloated pretty good. Bloat is just... Did you hear that? Like, pop? That was the trocow being jammed into the cow. Here there's a steer that's there. bloated pretty good. Bloat is just free gas just accumulating turn, in the room and unable to get out. So we put a device in called a trocar, which you can see he punched in. The skin was, of course, blocked, and the steer didn't feel a thing. And now the cow is deflating. It really um, is like a balloon. The gas out, and the steer is going to feel a lot better. I'm always fascinated by these very simple-looking veterinary tools. You know, years ago, here on the podcast, we played a promotional video for a product called the Henderson Equine Castration Tool. This was basically just uh, a drill attachment. You know, you got your little uh, DeWalt hand drill. You stick in the Henderson Equine Castration instrument, and then you basically twist off the horse's nuts. Literally the baby. There she goes. Woman twisting the nuts. It's what women do best, right? This seems like an underpowered drill, doesn't it? I'm going to try to make an animated GIF of the Henderson castration tool in action as uh, the featured image today over there at distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. Back to the trocar, though. I'm looking at this thing. Again, it's interesting. You jam it. You just jam it in the cow, and then it's got like a spiral threading so you can sort of (laughs) twist it so it goes down even further, and then you just leave this thing in the cow so it won't ever suffer from uh, bloating again. Here's an example of uh, more people degassing a cow, I guess. You can hear it. Like, the second it pops in, you can hear that Ready? Right. There. Cow sprung a leak. Sounds a little slurpy, like... I think there's more than just gas coming out. Has anyone tried using this thing on Tammy? Maybe she's just really bloated. We'll watch one more video here of someone using the uh, the trocar. Take a look at the chapter artwork and you can see what one of these things look like. There are these trocars screw in quite nicely. Yeah. Hold the rumen surface up to the body wall so we don't get rumen leakage. Oh. <laughs> and cow has and been deflated. Uh, We're not sure what this car can fucking cows function on their own in the wilderness. They can't survive without being gas tapped. 
What sad fucking creatures. These are the things that Indians believe are magical or holy or whatever. Please. I am confident in my decision to eat cows. They're dumb. They wouldn't survive on their own anyway. Might as well slaughter them. All right, moving on now. You know, we've featured a lot of clips on this podcast of uh, uh, white people being racist. That's why the next few pieces of audio are a real lovely change of pace. I've got some black people being racist towards whites. Fair is fair, right? Got to say thanks to Category 5 aborted Fetacane for this first clip. This is something I've asked about before. Derogatory names for white people. Yeah, we've heard of honky and cracker. But to be honest, those don't really affect me at all. I don't get angry. It's not like, you know, when a white person calls a a, a black person the N-word. We need a word that is going to sting when white people hear it. I know this is not exactly the same thing, but I think the closest black people have come is when um, they compared the smell of white people to wet dog. That one, when I heard that one for the first time, I was like, hey, that's not very nice. And then I thought, is that true? Is that what we smell like? All right, so here is a compilation, a list, if you will, of uh, names for the uncolored. Okay, let's go over the list in depth. We have snow possums, snow roaches, enemies of the sun. I'm not going to go on. I'm not going to be in order, obviously. Okay, wait a second. Hold on. I, we got we to slow down here. Snow possums. That one doesn't affect me. Snow roaches. That's a little meaner. Enemies of the sun. That's just funny. Sugar cane snatchers. Sugar cane snatchers. That doesn't affect me. Chalk demons. People. Lo- oh, hold on a second. You, you got to slow down. Here. I'm not going to go on. I'm not going to be in order, obviously. Sugar cane snatchers. Chalk demons. People of no color. Mayo sapiens. Mayo monkeys. <laughs> Mayo monkeys. I do like that. Greek yogurt people. Melanin deficient. Not so silent majority. Cauliflower crustacean. Microwave mayonnaise. Snow termites. Glue sticks. Vanilla villains. Sour cream citizens. Sundown sisters. Blank Google Docs. Yogurt yodelers. Milk minions. Ranch. <laughs> blank Google Doc. That's pretty creative. Again, though, these aren't these aren't mean enough. I notice he skipped it. He's showing a list of these names. I notice he skipped over number 20, which is inverted N-words. I think he also skipped over ranch reindeer. Reindeers, white, oh. one to red, glue sticks, cream puff creators, coke bricks, no purpose flowers, milk cricket, chalk children, lice lieutenants, <sighs> literal cheesecake factories, ghost thugs, unwit cream cheese. Oh, these are getting lame now. Plantation Barbies, colorless cardboards, plaster poodles, blizzard maggots, evolution's biggest mistakes, cave dwellers, Christopher Columbus's sisters, or, you know, daughters, or actually probably both at that point, drywall, garlic goblins, Ku Klux Kleenex, light mode, hueless hooligans, people of colonial complexion, Parmesan parasites, walking dandruff. Fecal- you guys got to do better. This is not hurting me at all. We will never reach true racial equality until the black people can come up with a name that really hurts us. Number 72 is fecal lice. There's also cum stain colonizers, skin cancer magnets, sour cream citizen. All right, do better, black people, do better. This was kind of a weak attempt, although there are some black people who really, really dislike whites. Uh, You know that feature on Twitter called Spaces? You can basically create a, a, a chat room almost. I think it was designed to compete with Clubhouse. Recently, a Twitter space was created titled, Why Do White People Exist? 
The members of the chat laughed about beating white schoolgirls and driving over crackers with their cars. There's a little clip from that uh, Twitter space. Came from, I can tell you where white people came from. Y'all want to know. So a long time ago, long, yes, long, please long tell time us, ago, please. all of the black guards was just hanging out. All the black guards, they were chilling and shit. They were kicking it, right? I would like to pause just for a second to say, if you are trying to insinuate that you are a better race than another, having that low battery smoke alarm chirping doesn't help your case at all. Now, all the black guards, they were chilling and shit. They were kicking it. Right there. All right, go on about uh, the black gods. And then one black nigga said, you know what? That has some fun. That makes some some fucked up shit. Some monkeys and some white motherfuckers. All the black people were like, what the fuck is white? So next thing you know, they made them white motherfuckers, right? It was a thousand of motherfuckers. And then next thing you know, they took over because, like, we couldn't get along for two seconds. Um, anyway, listen, you're fuck back. I have to agree with her. Uh, although, later on in the conversation, they really start to say hateful things about white people, specifically about our fertility. You know, it is. They can't even reproduce if they wanted to. They're fucked. That's, that's why they want to fuck us. That's they why have they to reach have back and take our stem cells. They can't even... Like. There's a lot going on. They're saying white people can't reproduce. That's why they want to fuck black people. That's why white dudes are trying to steal all the, the fine black women. The people in this chat are very against race mixing, which is funny because they have a lot in common with white supremacists. See, it's a miracle. We found something that uh, both of these two groups can agree on. I'm not entirely sure what the woman screaming about stem cells is going on about. Do shit, bro. Like, what do you do? Like, nah, I don't like that shit. What do you do? I can't believe we're in the middle of a race war. I can't believe we're in the middle of a race war. We're in the middle of a race What the fuck did they do? What did they do? We totes are in the middle of a race war. Oh, my God. They didn't create electricity. I ain't gonna lie to you. What the fuck do you guys do? This black person is upset with whites because they didn't create electricity. Sorry. Despite our fuck-ups and past indiscretions, we're just trying our best here. So very angry. Uh, Real quick, before we get into the news, let's turn our attention to uh, two very, very white people. Like from Norway or something. I actually don't know where they're from. Somewhere uh, over there. Europe, uh, England. Ireland, Scotland, I don't know. They're trying that surstroming stuff. You know, that fish that's in a can that stinks really bad. It's fermented in its own fucking bacteria. I think we all know what's going to happen in this video. All surstroming taste tests kind of go the same way. Oh, he's getting me. Right now, they're just opening the can, so the smell is about to hit them. Oh, my God. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. We did well. It's not that bad. It smells like the worst it's shit not. you've ever had. Not Sorry, Fletch. Tired of my language. Smells like dog shit. Get over there. Mm. <laughs> it's bubbling away. Yep. The, the dry heaves are already starting. Christ. Cemented. Everyone in the background is kind of yakking too. <laughs> See? <laughs> well, they got the fish out of the can, and he's holding it far away from his face uh, in a fork. <laughs> now they are just full-blown puking. Both of these guys... Look like they had oatmeal for breakfast or some sort of porridge or just pancake batter. 
it just and it, it's so gross because as he's puking, as he's puking, as the puke is coming out of his mouth, he's stuffing the fish in his mouth. So he's getting like a mouthful of fish and vomit. <laughs> it's now turning into projectile vomiting. I'm <laughs> down. <laughs> It's funny because the two guys are looking at each other while they're puking. (laughs) (laughs) It's horrible. I can't even tell who's puking at this point. There's so many people in the back dry heaving and the guys in the front on camera puking. (laughs) Now it looks like they're leaning into one another when they puke. They're trying to puke on one another. (laughs) This is a fantastic video. <laughs> You'll never be able to use a garage again. I'm going to take a guess here and say the rest of the video is pretty much the same as what we've already witnessed. I'm going to try my best to make an animated GIF of this as well and post it on the show notes. I took a screenshot, so at the very least, you can check out the chapter artwork and see these two in mid tandem vomits. Fucking idiots. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news. Hey, not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow? What are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Become a true and honorable freak today. Uh, We had a Black Friday slash Cyber Monday deal. Here's the thing. I haven't taken it down yet. I'm going to do it today, so... If you listen to the show early enough, you you might be able to take advantage of, of that deal still before I uh, adjust the prices again. So uh, sign up right now. Become a true and honorable freak. When you do, you will gain full access to the entire archive of programs. Uh, well over 4,000 shows. More importantly, every week we do brand new exclusive podcasts just for Sideshow members. Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive day, and tomorrow we'll be doing another one. So it's a great time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Other ways to support the program, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge at least five, you gain access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. That's $20 a month. Uh, occasionally, I will send out DV merchandise or little physical goodies. Did that a couple months ago, I think. And I want to do it again uh, relatively soon here. Just a little something for Christmas, maybe. I will try uh, my best to do that. All right. So uh, there you go. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up. Well, the people for the ethical treatment of animals. Those fucking ghouls are at it again. I mean, it sounds like they would be good people. They're always doing weird, sick shit. Like, check out the chapter artwork right now. What you're looking at is a human leather jacket. A jacket supposedly made out of human skin. Yes, PETA has taken aim at trendy shops such as Urban Outfitters with the launch of its satirical store, Urban Outrage, featuring items supposedly crafted from, quote, human parts. 
The shop features a number of clothing and accessories made of the finest leather that on second look reveals human faces on the jacket. I got to be honest with you. When I saw the jacket, I was like, that's cool. I want that. I think this is all going to backfire on PETA. Yeah, there's human faces on the jacket, human teeth on the shoes, and human blood oozing from the bags. The campaign, reminiscent of Buffalo Bill's human suit from 1991's The Silence of the Lambs. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. Uh, It was designed to put a spotlight on popular retailers that continue to sell clothing made of animal leather and furs. One of the urban outrage taglines described it as fashion that dares to ask the question, who are you wearing? Quote, a cow skin belongs to her, and she feels fear and pain in a slaughterhouse every bit as much as you or I would, PETA's executive vice president, Tracy Ryman, said. Items sold on urban outrage feature the names of slaughtered people whose organs were used to fabricate the goods. Also, sometimes their remains are very prominent. You know, like uh, there's a suitcase adorned with uh, human nipples. Yet another one of PETA's products I would love to own. PETA's urban outrage challenges shoppers to see the individual behind every bit of animal skin on store racks and shelves, Ryman concluded. Of course, all items being sold on urban outrage are not actually for sale. They're merely digital illustrations of how PETA imagines uh, human leather goods would look. It's all fake, including reviews. Uh, One of the reviews says, I'm not really a boot person, but I'm glad Meg was because these are the best boots I've ever worn. The Grizzly site also boasts a fictional afterlife collection, which purportedly offers a morbid service to have a deceased loved one's skin transformed into various necrowear. You want to check out the whole line of fake but cool-looking products? Uh, the website is urbanoutraged.com. PETA's been very active lately. Pharmacy CVS has caved into PETA's pressure. They pulled a number of greeting cards from the aisles. Really? I feel like in the grand scheme of things, a greeting card, no matter what it depicts, is not worth PETA's time. There are more important things for them to go after, like elephant poachers. Or something to do with the palm oil trade. Uh, well, CBS is pulling a number of cards from its greeting cards aisle, according to People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. The pharmacy chain banned cards featuring great apes wearing costumes. Oh, the horror. First of all, the way I understand it is a lot of times when you see like a great ape in a costume, that, that was digitally added. That's like photoshopped in. I mean, I'm sure there are some instances where, you know, they rent a monkey or whatever and they dress it up and take a few pictures. But is that really abuse? I'm sure the monkey is fed well for its time. What else is a goddamn monkey going to do with its day? You know, stick its finger in its ass and smell it. I mean, come on. This is exciting for the monkey. It's fun. They get to be around people, get their picture taken. It's not abuse per se. Oh, whatever. The pharmacy chain banned cards featuring great apes wearing costumes displayed in studios or interacting with humans following protests from the organization. CVS was probably just like, whatever. I I don't want to deal with this. Just take out the monkey greeting cards. They didn't want to be bothered with this nonsense. CVS has banned the cards from its nearly 10,000 stores. PETA says that most cards have already been removed. What a win for PETA. I hope they feel good about this. 
According to PETA, unnatural images of great apes like chimpanzees mislead customers into believing that the species is doing well. But all chimpanzees have been classified as endangered by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service since 2015. PETA also noted that portrayals of chimpanzees in these greeting cards could increase the demand for buying endangered great apes as pets on the black market. PETA says that chimpanzees wearing Santa hats or sitting at the holiday table put these endangered animals at risk. If you ever bought a greeting card with a monkey on it, you're part of the problem. Thanks for causing the entire extinction of a species, asshole. It only cost you $3.50. Was it worth it? All right. uh, Second story we have for you today. This is a short one from South Carolina, but it really supports my theory that assisted living homes, they're dangerous. When you're old, you just need to be sent to a full-blown, full-care nursing home. This idea that old people can sort of be independent, I don't like that. And that's kind of what these assisted living facilities are like. Yeah, there are nurses around, but old people kind of still feel like they're in charge of their life. They've got like a little apartment. Too much freedom, if you ask me. And this story supports that idea. Bullets! Bullets! In a toaster oven caused a fire at a Greenwood-assisted living facility Sunday night. Some old Vietnam vet who's goddamn delusional thought the Viet Cong were after him, and so he couldn't find his gun, so he put his bullets in a toaster oven. According to Greenwood Police Department, the incident happened at Morningside Assisted Living Facility, located on Enterprise Court at around 8.53 p.m. Officers, along with the Greenwood City Fire Department and the County Emergency Services, responded to the scene where they were advised that possible gunshots had been heard at the location. Maybe the old person forgot he put bullets in the toaster oven, like he was just placing it there for safekeeping. And then a week later or so, he was like, I could really go for a bagel. That toaster oven then nearly shot up the entire staff. Bullets flying everywhere. Uh, Officers found a small fire inside of one resident's room, according to the GPD. The resident was found unconscious and taken to the hospital to be treated for apparent smoke inhalation. He dodged those bullets, though. Good for him. Officials said it appeared the fire was started because the resident placed several rounds of ammunition into a toaster oven. Why? That's the question I want to know. Why did he do this? His brain is fucking mush, probably. Uh, It caused the ammunition to discharge and made employees believe that a shooter was on the property. Fire was quickly extinguished and appears to have been contained to the resident's room. No other injuries were reported, and all residents were safely accounted for by the staff. Final story we have for you today. A Turkish woman suffered disfiguring scars from laser rejuvenation treatment. Accidentally set the laser on well done, apparently. She's charred, man. All right. uh, She apparently the the person who was uh, performing the cosmetic treatment was arguing with her boyfriend on the phone. And she was a little distracted. Uh, Isley Ilan, 42, felt her face burning, (laughs) burning when the practitioner exchanged heated words with her boyfriend during the client's second laser facelift in November 2020. The victim told the court that she went to a pharmacy later to buy some creams because her face felt like it was on fire. 
Uh, she ended up with permanent scars across her entire face, and you can sort of see what she looks like in the chapter artwork right now. Her beautician, only described in court as AA, allegedly started to argue with her lover on the phone and with her attention drawn elsewhere. Uh, Azel, or whatever her name is, described how she began to feel her face burning in a sensation that she later described as awful. Cream that she bought did not help alleviate the stinging sensation. Nothing could stop the scarring from spreading with permanent marks later visible across her entire face. She subsequently filed a complaint against the owner, claiming that her emotional state had taken a turn for the worst as the result of her shocking injuries, stating that she would never go to a beauty salon again. I mean, what's the point? Your face is too far gone, honey. Save your money. She said, uh, sometimes people make mistakes, but on this occasion, I paid a high price. I'm facing a bigger problem than saggy skin now. I have a lot of trouble with the marks on my face, and I feel awful. This month, a Turkish court ruled that the owner of the beauty salon would be charged $260 over 10 equal installments as a means of compensation to her former client. This woman's face is fucked up now. That's not enough. Uh, the victim's lawyer agrees with me. Uh, they blasted the decision, suggesting the punishment was simply not enough. Quote, we think the penalty for burning a person's face in a way that leaves obvious marks is not a judicial fine. Uh, the woman added, not only was my face badly burned, but I had lots of psychological distress during this period as well. The pain I've suffered in one year will be compensated with a small fine paid over 10 installments. I absolutely do not accept this decision. The 42-year-old has reportedly demanded her money back from another beauty salon after claiming that their treatment to fix the scarring only made it worse. You just need to lay off the cosmetic surgery. It is not working for you. The status of this second claim is currently unknown. Well, you're already making out like a bandit with that $260 payout. Let's try to clear at least $40 from the second beautician. Boom, you just made $300. Kind of makes having that disfigured face worth it, huh? All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Sure, let's do a couple voicemails to get the hell out of here. I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. I'm on TikTok at distortedview. I've posted some stuff over there. Not recently, though. Don't forget about the Discord. That's where all the freaks are hanging out. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com if you want to join in on all the fun. Hey, Tim. Tim's Lord Trash here. You know, as we're approaching the holiday season, all you all you freaks out there might be tempted to order a bunch of shit on Amazon. Good for you. I hate you for it, but good for you. Let me tell you... Let me give you a little hint, I guess, is what I should say. Uh, turn on your goddamn porch light, please, so that we can get you your goddamn delivery. Hey, how about you deliver it before it gets dark, you asshole? And don't be a dick. I want my deliveries before 5 p.m., thank you. Otherwise, it's a waste of the day. You might as well just deliver the next day. Delivery. <laughs> and don't be a dick when I show up to your house. How are people dicks to you when you show up? I don't even interact with the Amazon employee. They just leave it at my doorstep. I mean, once in a while, I guess they'll knock on the door to say like, hey, package here. But by the time I get to the door, the, the package is there and they're gone. They're like, Santa. Honestly, I thought like if I ever needed to uh, get another job, I would, I might consider 
delivering for Amazon because you don't have to interact with people. Just leave the fucking shit on their porch and drive away. Please call back into the voicemail line and explain yourself. How are people being dicks to you? Is it just the porch light thing? Hey, Tim, it's Dave from Lincoln. Um, I guess I just had a question. Um, maybe this has been answered before, but uh, that sound clip you play sometimes, uh, vagina is full of AIDS. Uh, is that what it says? <laughs> anyway, it's like Henry Rollins. Who is that? You know, yeah, so I actually know this. I remember this. Uh, so there used to be this uh, YouTuber called Jesus Sophile. He no longer has a YouTube account, but he was like, uh, it was like one of those like really hardcore Christian-y channels where the guy would say super offensive or weird things all because he he read it or interpreted it in the Bible. I don't know if we ever featured his content on the program aside from those short clips, but... It was pretty clear that uh, this guy was just messing around. He was not a hardcore Christian. He was just trying to, you know, fuck around with people. I think too many people believed it, though, and I think that's why he deleted his account. I can't remember where he was from. He wasn't from the United States. It may have been, like, Sweden or Norway. Everyone's from Sweden or Norway. He may have tried search strumming on his channel. I don't remember. All right, next up here. Hey, Kimmy Boo, this is Diaper Blue Boy here. Um, this is kind of in regards to that video you played. Hyper glue boy, nice. On yesterday's show, actually it would be today's show, um, about the guy getting kicked out of the restaurant with a service animal. Oh, yeah, uh, a couple days ago. Pretty much both parties are kind of in the wrong, in my opinion, on that, because uh, obviously they should have got physical with him. But at the same right. time, if it's just an emotional support animal, in most cases, they're not allowed in food establishments. That's right. There's a difference between emotional support animal and actual, like, service animals, right? Um, now, physical support animals, right. you know, that actually do a service, like, you know, if someone has diabetes, they sense that their blood sugar is dropping. Yes. Or, uh, in my fiance's case, we have a service animal. Um, she has a neurological disorder in her legs that make her legs go numb every once in a while. Kind of like when you sit down too long and... You get a tingly sensation. Yeah. Well, he's there. He has this harness, so if that happens, she can use him oh, to like kind brace. of as a crutch. Yeah, yeah. And either sit down or whatever she needs to do. Now, they're allowed in food establishments because those type of animals, they take two to three years in most cases of very training. strict training, yeah. you know, to teach them not to react to people, not to, you know, beg for food. Hey, not- let me ask you this, uh, not to cut you off, but uh, does it annoy the fuck out of you when people are like, Go what a cute dog. Can I pet it? Because we've played some clips before of a very angry people saying, leave my dog alone. It's a service animal. You know, all that. You know it's I not for you to pet. It's not here to be cute for you. Emotional support animals, pretty much any animal could be one of those. They don't need that kind of training. So, yeah, yeah. like I said, I, both parties are kind of in the wrong. So it'd be kind of interesting if there is an update to see what happened with that one. Yeah, I'll uh, keep tabs on that and uh, let you know if there's an update. Hey, Tim the Boost, yo, you know, Corn Hamps checking in. So, I was um, calling in, I wanted to talk about, uh, yes, uh, when Satan made his appearance a couple of months back, uh, he was spot on. He had another variant of the uh, <laughs> oh, really? pandemic not being over, another variant. Yes, Satan is the master of deceit. But when he comes on this program, he's a fucking straight shooter. If he's, you know, if he tells you there's going to be a new variant coming out, you better just prepare because there's going to be a new variant. I honestly don't remember the last time Satan was on the show. Another mutation. And uh, I'm with you, bro. I love the name of that. Omicron or Omicron or whatever. It sounds like a transformer. 
It is Unicron. Perfectly, I'm sure, you know, since Satan and uh, God, you know, maybe they haven't spoken in a couple of thousand years, but I think they could both uh, agree on one thing, that the... The world is saturated with humans, and uh, sometimes these yep. pandemic things uh, help curve the overpopulation. Uh, I think that's the same reason there are so many gay people right now. It's just, you know, it's nature just trying everything they can to, to slow slow us down from procreating. Uh, you know, and we've been breeding like a motherfucker. Yeah. Well, yeah. Apparently not white people. Yeah, so another thing. That's why we're stealing all you black women. <laughs> I wanted to comment on, uh, and maybe I should have uh, called in on the, maybe you can, uh, I don't know when you're going to play this on the day that uh, the regular listeners call. A uh, few people have been calling in saying I sound like Kermit the Frog. I was oh, a yeah, I Muppet fan, Muppet Babies and Saturday Morning. Uh, I can sort of see that. It's not. It, it's not quite Kermit. Yeah, I thought uh, Kermit's pretty cool because he made uh, an appearance with the Muppets and Sesame Street, so he was a made character, and explains my attractions to bigger women. Uh, I do like <laughs> women like that. Uh, you P- thought you were really getting to Unicorn Hamster by saying he sounded like Kermit, and he's like, "Yeah, that's cool." Kermit was neat. He was on the Muppets and Sesame Street. You're going to have to try harder to get underneath his skin. But, uh, I couldn't really hear Mr. Comets. Uh, he called in and said some horrible things, what I sound like. <laughs> I like the Kermit the Frog. Thank you. That's- All right. Very good. He took that as a compliment. Let's do one more call, and then we'll wrap things up for the day. Hey, Tim, one of your new uh, lifetime members. Um, And for being on the other side of this, I really understand what other people are talking about, about wanting uh, to make sure that you're as healthy as can be. And uh, just really, it's just um, wanting to... You forked over all that cash? Protect my investment. Just to spite you, I'm going to croak tonight. Right. Um, So you really need to update your P.O. box because I'm going to send you, like... Buns of steel or some other like oh. sissy workout for you to do. Okay. Um, but <laughs> some Snackwell cookies, you know, health health stuff. But I also have <laughs> a just amazing endorsement for the Discord. So um, we were playing a tabletop game. I'm not going to mention names to protect the innocent or just very dumb. And uh, one of the members was like, "Hey, so you know when um, you're in the shower and you pee in the shower, and then a little poop comes out, and then everybody on the table is like, no, this has never happened. Like, what the hell?'" Was my aunt playing tabletop games with you? I like how this person was trying to say like this common thing, like you know, you know, like, you know how when you pee, sometimes poop comes out. No one was on board though with that. And what? What are you talking about? And he goes, "Well, I, I pooped a little bit, and so I was committed, so I just kept pooping." Oh! <laughs> and then we're like, "But Jesus Christ, why in the world would you do this?" And then like, did he use his foot and like? <laughs> Mush and jam the turd down the drain. And then he's like, no, no, no. So what I did was I just took the uh, the removable hose on the, the shower head and just like tried to like dilute it down. So oh, it yeah. Down like you use like the high pressure setting and try to tear up the turd. And we're just very thoroughly disgusted. <laughs> well, we, we love you. <laughs> that that guy, I'm not going to mention names because, oh my God. But um, but yeah, everybody, join the Discord. Uh, play tabletop games with us. Uh, what type of shenanigans going on over there? German guy for, uh, for DMing. <laughs> 
right. Take care, Tim. Well, listen, thank you so much for becoming a a Lifetime Sideshow member. Certainly appreciate that. Thank you to all of uh, my new Sideshow members taking advantage of the uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday holiday deals. All right. That is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you at 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GOD is an OGOD. I walked in on a dead person that farted. Brand the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Tomorrow's program is going to be a Sideshow exclusive one. Great time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Friday to end the week. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.